The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Welcome everybody to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Sunday, June the 11th, and we are here to have a look at a short card uh, for Monday, June the 12th of MLB action. And joining me for a little uh, Sunday night chat is Mr. Dylan Rockford. D-Rock, how are you doing? I'm doing well. It's been uh, all the, I don't know if you've heard about it, but over here on the East Coast, the air quality has been awful with the forest fires coming down from Canada. So uh, it's been a beautiful weekend. Everything's cleared up and uh, yeah, I had a pretty good weekend betting wise, had a good day yesterday. Today, a little up and down. My totals have kind of been shitty, to be honest. But other than that, uh, I'm doing well. Uh, How was your weekend? Did you win uh, Belmont? Um, we did all right. We handicapped three races. It's been a, a busy sort of gambling weekend because on the face of it, it was quite quiet. There wasn't sort of full programs of anything. Um, but we did have the horse race. And so we gave out a max bet on Cody's wish in the race before the Belmont. But then in the Belmont, Chase gave out the winner, Archangelo. And we had the exactor as well, which was Archangelo to beat 40, which was about 16 or 17 to 1. And then we had the Champions League final as well, um, yep. which we nailed. I think um, we gave out so many winners on the show. I know you picked up a few. Um, the corners play, I went under on the corners, but I went down the ladder. Uh, the total was nine and a half. And I said, let's head, go all the way to the basement. And it ended up cashing on six. So um, six and a half, under six and a half was nine to one. So we cashed out all of that. We cashed out half-time draw. I know you backed Manchester City in play live. The under two and a half goals. So yeah, it's been a good good weekend. Um, done okay on the baseball as well. Myself and Scott did the uh, futures Friday in the Turbo Show, the Lock Dog Total on Friday, and we cut the Cincinnati Reds keep cashing as big dogs all weekend. Um, so yeah, lots of things have hit, and um, we've had lots of positive feedback in the in the Discord channel and on Twitter from various people who've had winners along the way. So yeah. Real quick on uh, the Reds, uh, Dela Cruz. Every time, I think it's worth a sprinkle to put a stolen base prop for him. The guy, as soon as he gets on, he he's quoted on saying he's the fastest man on earth. Where I don't know if that's <laughs> the case, but I mean, at this point, he's just going. He has the green light today. I hit it thanks to Adam Rosenberg, friend of the show. So he put me on to him, and I think the books are. Uh, catching up to it. It's only like 500 plus 560. So it's worth a little sprinkle every time. Um, yeah, my my fact of the day on Friday uh, when I did the show with Scott about De La Cruz was that he'd been in the majors for three days and he already had the two hardest hit balls in Cincinnati Reds history, <laughs> so, which is pretty rough. That's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, um, that's great. We're talking about the fastest man in the world. Uh, we have an annual football a charity soccer match in this country called Soccer Aid. And it was on tonight. Just finished watching it, me and Bob have just watched it, where there's some ex-pros and then some celebrities. And Usain Bolt was playing. And, yeah, but what was really nice to see, Dylan, was he's just got fat and old like me. Like, wow. yeah, I, know, I was the sort of, 
Yeah. Oh, he's like, he was stood with his hands on his hips and he had a belly like a poison puppy. Like, um, so yeah, I was delighted to see that Usain Bolt let himself go a little bit. Uh, just made me feel a little bit better about my sedentary lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, he's over the moon with that. Food now. He's retired. He has all the yeah. gold medals. He's just, he's enjoying <laughs> life. Um, the chat is live and kicking. TV DVJ was first in, even surprise. Uh, so, what did we decide to call Svee? Svee is what we decided to call Svee. Hi, Svee. How are you doing? Uh, Randy mustn't be dressed up as Natasha tonight. He's just back to his normal self. Uh, Lane is in there as well. So, Where's yeah, good Captain evening, everybody. Where's Captain been? Where is Captain? Yes, a note from his mother. Uh, we need our Captain. He was here on Friday. Uh, we'll give him that. Uh, and he's been cited in the um, in the Discord channel. So, yeah, he's around somewhere. Um, I think most people are enjoying the A's and the Reds in terms of uh, money. I think that was the other one from Friday. And I, just looking back at my at my Friday picks, was uh, Paul Blackburn uh, picked yeah. Oakland at plus 170 to turn over the Brewers. And sure enough, uh, they managed that as well as Cincinnati. I gave out, I know it's meant to be a long dog total. I gave out three dogs. Um, and I know Oakland won. I know Cincinnati won. I don't know if uh, Colorado beat San Diego uh, on Saturday. Can you remember, last night? Can you remember that? For what game? Uh, San Diego, Colorado. I was trying to check it out. Saturday. Colorado. Flex, flex my three winners. If oh, I yeah. Did. The Padres. Uh, oh, three, three two. two Padres. Okay. I'll take two winners. So two out of three at plus money prices. Um, so tomorrow, there's eight games um, and three of them are off the board. So me and Dylan, notoriously quick, we could boss through this in about 20 minutes. Um because we've only got five games that we can fully handicap. Although we have got bits and bobs on some of the pitches, so we can give you a little steer, but uh, not an awful lot uh, to go on tomorrow, which is a bit disappointing. We normally have this on a Sunday night, but there's normally more games. So even though you've always got three or four off the board, um, you often still have eight or nine to handicap. Well, that's not the case this week. Um, but we'll still find some winners, Dylan. We are good enough uh, to do that. Um, we'll do that. I'll tell you first about edge boost uh, this weekend would have been a perfect time to, to get involved with edge boost There's, there was futures we did MVP we talked about MVPs on Friday's show um, so with a bit of a future um, the edge boost is exactly what you want um, offering up to two and a half thousand dollars in betting advances which can be an extremely valuable tool uh, so you don't have to tie up your bankroll for months you can use, use edge boost to double down on those bets that you like uh, or even to create a little hedge uh, if you're in a good position, anything, Ronald Acuna would, would have been mine. Um, they charge zero interest. Um, an edge boost can be part of a responsible gambling plan. You can set up daily, weekly, monthly limits across all your betting accounts in one place. Support SGPN. Grow your bankroll by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 or older to use. Problem gambling call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right, okay, let's get stuck in, Dylan. We're going to go to 6.40 Eastern first pitch. Nothing much we can do about this. This is we have a, this is a proper DVD pitcher. Um, I haven't seen a single thing on this at all. It's the Atlanta Braves and the Detroit Tigers. Charlie Morton going for Atlanta. And like I say, no, no one sighted at all for Detroit. I know Dylan hasn't seen anybody. Um, and there are no lines at all. Atlanta... 
lost tonight. Bryce Elder. We talked about Bryce Elder. Um, possibly face a little bit of regression. He, he kind of had the most fraudulent lines. There was a lot of um, fantasy players, particularly, who were expecting him to come back down to earth with a bump. And he did today. They, I, I turned the game on and they were 2 1 up. Um, and within a matter of moments, Washington had taken him. It was literally in the blink of an eye. They sort of went single, double, uh, single, two run homer, single, double, three run homer um, in, in a, the space of about 90 seconds. Um, Washington completely put Bryce Elder to the sword. But Charlie Morton goes tomorrow for the Braves. Um, he has a record of five and six with a 389 ERA. He's stuck in a pattern of being uh, very average, is what's going on here. Um, so even though we've got no uh, no lines on this, there was a couple of props that I thought might be of interest on Charlie Morton. Um, he's walked 12 batters in his last four starts. Um, it's a, a two, a four, a four and a two. Um, so if you can find a one and a half, uh, fill your boot. If you can find a two and a half, you can still be confident that you've got a, you've got a chance. Um, and I do like, I think you could go over on the strikeouts as well. So he's going to strike people out and he's going to, He's going to walk him. Um, as far as the game goes, I wouldn't be backing Morton particularly. Um, 471 ERA in his last five. Um, not particularly great on the road. It's just so average. It's incredible. And I don't know who Detroit are going to put out, but I think Morton will probably end up being quite a prohibitive price favourite. Um, and it's like I say, none of that really appeals to me, but uh, not an awful lot to add to that game. Dylan, did you have any thoughts? Uh, I mean, I think I have an inkling. It might be Tyler Alexander, kind of like a okay. two, three inning type guy. But I mean, I kind of like that the Braves lost today because if you want, I agree. I don't think, I think the Braves will open up a big favorite, but how can you back the Tigers right now? They're one, like what, one in their last nine, 10 games. So I, I don't want to back the Tigers either. If you are going to back the Braves, they're probably going to be a big favorite. Uh, maybe you want to back them in the first five. I think the bats come alive all after this tough loss today. But, uh, yeah, I probably don't want to back either side. I want to look towards the total. I want to see who uh, the Tigers actually pitch. If it is Alexander, I might look at, look towards an over. Uh, Randy's just commenting there on, on what you said Dylan, about Ellie Dela Cruz uh, yeah. telling the reporter that he's the fastest man in the world. I, I love that bit of confidence. Um, I really, he's been absolutely great to watch. Like, uh, fantastic. Um, Seven ten. We've got some lines on this one. We can pick a winner. Colorado Rockies at the Boston Red Sox. Connor Seabold for Colorado, and left-handed pitcher James Paxton for the Boston Red Sox. Um, plus two fifteen for the Rockies. Minus 260 on the Red Sox and a total set of 10. Uh, minus 260 favourite, Dylan. Not easy to handicap. How did you do it? Yeah, I kind of like the Rockies here at this price. Mm-hmm. I mean, I only made the Red Sox a minus 180 favourite. You know, they're playing on Sunday night baseball. Then they have to travel back home. We usually like to fade teams who play on Sunday night baseball, and especially at this price. I think you got to sprinkle a little on the Rockies here. I know they've lost six, probably going to be seven in a row after today, but... They're right in most of these games, losing by one, losing by two. They even had the lead the other night against the Giants, and they blew it in the ninth. So 
they're going to get a win sooner or later, and I think they might be catching the Red Sox in a good spot here. I'm also not a big believer in James Paxton either. So I also like the under 10. Uh, I set my total at 9.2. The Rockies' bats have just kind of died. They I, I hit the under today. We're seeing a 2-1, 3-1 type game. So I think you got to sprinkle a little on the under here. Uh, I took the Rockies at plus 215, and even at plus 1.5, you're getting at plus 112. So I think there's value there as well. So I'm going to be on the Rockies here. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. You've picked you've picked up the couple of key points. Exactly the same as I handicapped it. Exactly the same as Randy's just mentioned in the chat. Is that there's no way you can take Paxton at minus 250, minus 260. It's just impossible. Even if you're completely not out on the Rockies, you kind of have to pick them in this situation. Yeah. Just because part of the reason the Sunday night um, game... Traveling, that was a big thing. We used to mention Moonaf mentioned that most Sundays last year. It was a, mm-hmm. it was a big old thing. Um, I don't mind me some Connor Seabold either. Um, yeah. He's improving. Uh, he's showing some good stuff here and there. So, um, I mean, Boston could very easily win this. Uh, yeah. Of course, they could. But at the prices, uh, in the spot that they're in, for the pitcher that's improving, um, I think Colorado, I mean, I considered the very rare uh, Colorado run line. Um, we've, we don't often take the big dogs on the run line. It's just it's such an infrequent bet. But I think if you're going to do that, you might as well just throw all your eggs into one basket uh, and take the Rockies outright at plus 215. Lane loves the Rockies as well, so he'll be, uh, he'll be getting involved. Uh, next up, 7.45 Eastern. First pitch is the San Francisco Giants at the St. Louis Cardinals. Holy shit, I've just seen a new picture on the card. I've handicapped Logan Webb against Jack Flaherty. And now I can see uh, Matthew Liberatore, which is a bit disappointing. Um, yeah, I've got lines of... Who? Liberatore? I, yeah, I had Liberatore and Webb. Yeah, okay. Well, I didn't, so uh, I'll have to... You do want me to go first? The... Uh, yeah, go on, hit me. Yeah, so I'm going to go uh, over. The total set at 8, minus 115 uh, towards the over, minus 105 towards the under. I... I couldn't come down on a side, so I came down on the over. I set my total at 8.4. I think we could see runs from both teams here. You know, both teams have gone over the number in three of their last five games, and overs in St. Louis have actually been profitable this year. 18, 11, and one toward the over in St. Louis. Matthew Libertor has given up four runs in the past two starts, so he hasn't. He also doesn't go deep in the games either. He's only pitched towards the fifth a few times. And Logan Webb, He's a much different pitcher on the road than at home. So I think he's going to get hit a little bit. I think Libertor will get hit. And we just see it's a hitter's ballpark in St. Louis. So I think we'll see runs here. So give me the over eight. I've actually, yeah, I've got this down at eight and a half. And I actually quite like the under here. Um, Logan Webb, his last two starts, um, not the best, but they've been steady. Um, He's got a 251. ERA in his last five. And the, the totals in those last five games, last one it was a 5-4, so that would lose by half run. Then you've got a 3-2, a 3-1, a one nothing, and a 2-1. So lots of unders uh, in Logan Webb. And I quite like Matthew Liberatore. I've got a bit of a sweet spot for him. I picked him up in a couple of fantasy leagues over the last um, couple of weeks. Yes, he has uh, given up four earned runs in those two starts. He's still getting stretched out. I'd like that's hopefully... Um, as we go on the next few starts, I'd hopefully just like to see him get two 
beyond the fifth inning into the sixth inning. I think that's going to happen. And I do like him. I like his stuff. I think he's got potential. Um, as much as the Giants have been better lately, a lot more competitive, they're still not one of the best lineups uh, around. And St. Lewis, you just don't know what you're going to get. It's, it's hard. Yeah. Scott Reichel is, um, I've, we did the show Thursday and Friday, and he's so far out on St. Louis. Um, it's incredible. So um, I'll take Liberatory to show a little bit of something. Uh, and I think I can trust Webb as well. So yeah, I'll take, I'm going to take the other side, Dylan, uh, yeah. of your of the under over. So no help to anyone really. But uh, a few weeks ago, um, I thought it was just like a bad month St. Louis had. You know they're going to be buyers yes. at the deadline, and I thought it was just like a bad month St. Louis had. But I think they have some real problems moving forward. So I might. Be I think out a lot of people. I think a lot of people have realised that because it, it was quite easy to say, oh, well, they've come back the last two years. We've yeah. we've backed them at the All-Star break the last two years. Plus, funny, haven't we on the show? It's yeah. been a big thing. Uh, and the kind of it was really easy for us and anyone else just to say they're going to do it again. But actually, when you have a look, I do think there are a few more deep-rooted problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, they're going to um, run into, not going to have the same, the same second half of the year that they had uh, the last twice. Uh, next up, 8.05 Eastern, is the LA Angels at the Texas Rangers, where left-handed pitcher Tyler Anderson goes for the Angels and Dane Dunning goes for the Rangers. Uh, even money, plus 100 on LA, minus 120 on Texas. Line is set at nine and a half, Dylan. Yeah, I don't understand this line at all. Give me the Rangers on the money line. I got the opening line at minus 105. Even at minus 120, I think that's still a great bet. I made them a minus 160 favorite. Dane Dunning is undefeated at home this season. He's only allowed seven runs in 24 innings. And the Rangers have won five of uh, his six home starts this season. The only loss was back in his second start in early April. So I don't know how much you could really put into that. And last time he faced the Angels, he went five scoreless innings, only gave up two hits and one rock. Rangers have the better lineup. They're hitting 296, almost 300 off of lefties this season. I can't back Tyler Anderson in this spot on the road. He just gave up six runs on the road in his last start to the White Sox, and the Rangers have a way better lineup than the White Sox. So I'm not going to overthink this one. The Rangers are a much better team at home. They're a wagon. So give me the Rangers here uh, on the money line, minus 120. Yeah, I must admit, um, I didn't see a lot of odds till late. You you had to give me a lot of these odds, so I make my picks without seeing the odds. And I was expecting to see Texas around about minus 135, minus 140 even. So to see them at minus 120, the pick I made without seeing the odds was Texas on the run line because I thought the price was going to be shorter. Mm-hmm. And I thought I might have to zhuzh it up a little bit uh, to make it more of a working man's price. But at minus 120, I don't think you have to. I mean, Tyler Anderson's just been outright poor. Uh, there's no other way around it, really. Um, Dunning was going along great, a little bit rocky in his last two. Um, but I just think Texas should have far too much for the Angels here. Um, I think... Um, what on earth does that say? I can't even read my own writing. <laughs> uh, I mean, Texas just scores so many runs as well. Like So, um, yeah, Texas... I'd, be happy with them on the money line, but I think I'll sit with my run line pick. Um, I, I'm want to know the odds? Yeah, hit me. Plus 150. Oof. Love a bit of that, yeah. Yeah. That's I definitely that's going down it. in there. Uh, 
underdog. You got to uh, think of the, uh, the Rangers, they had a tough series against the Rays on the road. Now they're coming back home. They're 21 and nine at home. I think they're going to be happy to be back home, especially against the Angels, who they're not a good road team. I've worked out what that says. The word I couldn't work out, read, was series. So uh, what I've written is, this is quite a big series. Um, yeah. Texas have a seven and a half game lead over the Angels and could really do some damage in this series. I mean, that could go to double figures. Or yeah. LA could shrink it back down to a manageable size. Um, and we're getting to a point in the season now where a 10-game lead is a pretty big lead. So, um, yeah, it's a big series is what I wrote down. It was, it was worth waiting for. It was worth me uh, <laughs> deciphering my own writing there. Um, we move on. I'll tell you about underdog fantasy. Uh, nice to have underdog fantasy back. Um Underdog Fantasy, Best Ball Mania 4 is here, uh, giving away $15 million in prizes, plus loads of ways to win with NBA, NHL and MLB with their player prop parlays. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Next, 8-10 Eastern, Cincinnati Reds, hooray, for the, uh, and the Kansas City Royals. Luke Weaver for Cincinnati and Zach Grenke takes the start for Kansas. Um, it's a match on the books, minus 110 each of two with a total of nine. Um, Luke Weaver is a bit of a weird one, but he's <laughs> capable, um, capable of the occasional good um, start. He's, uh, his last two road starts have been okay. And if you want a spot, Kansas City are a, are a great uh, a great spot for putting out one of those occasional good starts. Cincinnati have been great to us uh, over the weekend, um, winning regularly uh, and pretty comfortably at plus money prices uh, nearly every night. So it's hard to get away from them uh, when they've been um, so good to us. Zach Greinke, as we know, uh, really good. Four of his last five starts, he's only given up two earned run max. Um, his home ERA is a level three. Um, it, this does, um, although I, I see Cincinnati would be my lean, this does look set, set up for an under, particularly your first five under. I think we even go okay um, against this Kansas City offense and trust Grenke at home. I think Cincinnati might win this late. Uh, but yeah, first five under, full game under uh, in Cincinnati. So yeah, I quite liked uh, a few things on this one, Dylan. Yeah, I'm actually going to be on the other side. I like the over in the game. Oh, I was able to grab an eight and a half, but even at a nine, I kind of still like I made my total 9.5. I think Weaver and Granky are both good to give up a few runs. Weaver 0-2 on the road. He has over a five ERA. Walks are a problem, and batters are hitting 310 off of him on the road this season. And you're right, Granky is much better at home. I think that is where you kind of want to back him. But the Royals, I think they're uh they're they're making a contention for the worst team in the league after this weekend with the eight days. <laughs> you know they're just they're awful. But um, yeah, you know coming the Rays coming into town, I, they're swinging the bat well. I do agree on the side. I think the Rays are the right side. I was hoping to get a little better of a price with them, but uh, I think they'll be able to get to Granky. You know the Reds they've gone over this number uh, four of the last five games have gone over the total, including today. So. I'm just going to fade both pitchers in this spot, so give me the over. Let's see some runs. 
Um, and Randy points out to to keep riding the speed as well. Uh, yeah. Stolen bases, yeah. Um, Dela Cruz, stolen base. Yeah, let's keep going on it. Um, 940 Eastern, the Tampa Bay Rays at the Oakland Athletics. Officially TBD for Tampa, and we've got no lines, but I think it's Zach Eflin um, will go for them. And James Caprillion uh, goes for Oakland. Uh, got no lines, so Dylan, what you can tell us about this one? Yeah, I really don't have much just because I don't have a pitcher for the Rays, but you, you got to think, what are they going to open up, a three $3 favorite? Yes. Think? Yeah, I yeah. think so too. So I, I don't know. It's going to be hard to probably get value out of the game. I probably won't be betting this game, but um, maybe look towards the total. Uh, I, I set my total. If Zach Eflin is on the mound, I set my total at an eight. So hopefully we see a lower scoring game. But uh, yeah, I'm just probably going to be fading. I'm not a big fan of James Caprillion at home. I know the A's have been playing well, but uh, still can't get behind the A's, especially against the best team in baseball. So that's kind of how I would look at the game. Um, yeah, Zach Evelyn, if it is him, he's absolutely flying eight and one on the year. But obviously, this hit hinges around James Caprillion. And I think a contrarian play here would be to um, to think Caprillion can go okay. Um, he's um, he got a win last time out, um, worthy of an exclamation point. Um, and his four starts before that weren't awful, which isn't a glowing recommendation, but it's okay. So I thought the first five under, I thought Caprillion could hold them. Um, see, I love watching the Tampa Bay Rays and, and they will just eventually get you. Um, but I thought Caprillion could start. And we could easily see this just being three, nothing after five and something like that. Um, and they might just blow it up later on. But I think Caprillion could, could go along steady. He's been doing okay the last month or so, so... I'd give him a little bit of credit and lean towards the first five under, if indeed uh, Zach Eflin is on the mound. Uh, the penultimate game on the show has completely thrown me again because I handicapped Dylan Covey uh, and I'm now seeing officially announced for the Phillies. And this wasn't even announced when we spoke 20 minutes ago, Dylan, before the show. Um, Matt Strom uh, oh, yeah. for the Philadelphia Phillies and Tommy Henry for the Arizona Diamondbacks, two left-handed pitches. No lines for this one at all. Um, Matt Strom was in the rotation um, going back the middle of May. Um, and since then, he's bounced around. They put him back in the pen. Um, he made a spot start on the 3rd of June. Um, only two in, so kind of an opener. So a bit of a swing man, and he's, he's bouncing around all over the place. So... Whether or not they're just going to use him for two innings, unless he's going really well, uh, or, or some sort of pitch count. Um, he's got a 361 ERA on the year, so he's going along okay. But I think it's the, the, the recent ERA of 614. He pitched one inning last time against the Dodgers, uh, blew the game, gave up three earned runs in that one. Um, so, yeah, as much as I like Strom, it's hard to really know what to expect in this spot. Um, and Tommy Henry is so really inconsistent. Um, his last two starts, as an example, seven scoreless against Colorado, four and a third, five earned runs against Washington. So which one of those two Tommy Henry's roll out tomorrow? Um, Arizona in great form, you have to point out, eight and two yeah. um, in their last 10. They've won four in a row, having scored five, 11, six and 10 runs. So whether it's still in Kobe, but now uh, um, it looks like Matt Strom. I'd be happy with an Arizona team total, I think, on this one, Dylan. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, how can you not back the snakes in this spot? I mean, I'm not a fan of Matt Strom or uh, Dylan Covey, whoever goes for the Phillies. And Philly's just not a good road team, 13 and 22 on the season on the road. So they don't play they don't play well away from Citizen Bank Park. Uh, and snakes, yeah, you can make an argument. They're really not playing anybody good like the Tigers and Nationals, but you just play who's in front of you. So, I mean, you got to credit them. They're breaking out the bats. They scored seven runs today, 11 the other on Friday, 10 against the Nationals. So they're, they're scoring a bunch of runs. So I agree with the team total for the Arizona. Hopefully we could get like a four, maybe four and a half. Yes. Uh, okay, last game. Um, and we do have full lines on this one. So we'll make this good. Um, it is the Miami Marlins at the Seattle Mariners, which is a 940 Eastern first pitch. Left-handed pitcher, Jesus Lazardo for Miami and Bryce Miller. Too many Millers. Get some, you need some new names in America. All the people, all the white people are called Mason or Nolan. And then everyone's surname's Miller. I mean, just get some new names. It's not complicated. Um, plus 115 on Miami, minus 135 on Miller. Total set at seven and a half to them. You want to hear a funny story real quick before I get into yeah. that? So Always. Speaking, of, speaking of names, so my... My dad's original last name is Rodriguez. And nice. when my mom and my dad got married, they changed the last name to Rockford to try to be more, I guess, American or whatever. Oh, okay. So, right. Yeah. Stop. I've got a question. Yeah. So did Rockford come from anywhere or did they just pull it out they of thin air? Out of their ass. Yeah. That's outstanding. I'm a huge fan of that. But it's like a, it's like a strong American name, I feel like. You know? Yeah. It's like, it's like a Rockefeller, not comparing my family to Rockefellers, but you know what I mean. Well, this is going to be one of those times where I'm making reference that you don't understand. Do, do you, well, if you heard of the Rockford Files? Yes, everyone tells me that. Ah, there you go then. So that, Dylan, is the reason I say the Rockford Lines when we talk about your lines. Mm-hmm. So the Rockford Lines is a play on the Rockford Files, and obviously it is a strong name. Yeah, um, yeah that's a So... Well, this is we got. I could talk about this all night. And now you obviously had your Jerusalem top on the other day, so yeah, people now think, yeah, what Central American Jewish Rockford? <laughs> I mean, what's going on? Yeah, no, uh, my dad is Portuguese and Spanish, and two different. But uh, my mom's just Italian and Irish, so it's it's very weird. I have no idea. Honestly, at first when I found out what they did, I was like. That sucks. Like, why would you do that? But then I was like, eh, I kind of like it. I kind of grew into it. You know? Yeah, yeah. You so. should get it to you. I'm going to change my surname tomorrow. When I come on the show tomorrow night, I'm going to introduce myself as something absolutely flamboyant uh, because I've been inspired by Mr. and Mrs. Rockford. Uh, yeah, big fan of that. But uh, um, yeah, let's get to this game. Yeah, handicap Mar- this game. <laughs> Marlins and Mariners. Yeah, tough one to handicap. You know, uh, the total was right at the number, and I did make the Mariners a minus 110 favorite, but I feel like I got to take the plus money here with the fish. Jesus Lazardo, he hasn't been terrible on the road. He had that one bad start against the Giants, but outside of that, 
He's been all right. Very serviceable, I think. Uh, he can give up the home run ball from time to time, but I feel like the way this Marlins team is playing, you got to continue to back them until they show some regression. For example, today they were down four runs, bottom of the eighth. They come out and they take the lead. There's no quit in this team. They're a gritty team, and I like that about them. And with the Mariners, on the other hand, they're going the opposite way. You know, this is just a total different team than the one we're used to backing last season. Uh, three and seven in their last 10. And I just don't really trust Bryce Miller, to be honest. He pitches well against the poor, mediocre teams, but against the good teams, they rake against him. So I think this is a good spot for the fish. I'll take the plus money with them. Um, I just love the tool on this. Again, handicapped it. Um, not knowing what the tool would be, and then come later on and see a 7.5. Um, I think they're both very, very hittable. Lizardo's, um, this isn't a very scientific handicap, but he's alternating between one good start and one bad start. Uh, and tomorrow is time for a bad one. Uh, so I was delighted with that. Um, and Miller has given up 15 earned runs in his last seven innings, uh, which is a wild old stab because he did get a, quite a lot of noise when he first came up. Um, yeah, the seven and a half looks way too low. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll happily take that. Pretty pretty easy handicap that once I will take the over. Um, okay, so pretty quick. We knew 33 minutes, Dylan. We were four or five games we could look at just. Um, but if you can you find a lock and a dog in amongst all that lock? Yeah, so I was going to give out the big... I always like to go dog first. I was going to give out the Rockies plus 210. They winded up just tying it right now 3-3 with the Padres, so they might actually win the game. Um, but I'm actually going to go with the Fish. I think Jesus Lazardo. I think he's going to pitch well against Seattle. I'm not big in Seattle. I don't believe in their bats. They've scored two runs today, and... This Marlins team, like I said, they just have no quit in them. Even when they're down, they find ways to win. So it's a short puppy. I understand plus 118, but I do think they should actually be the favorite in this spot. So I'm going to take the Marlins here on the road as my dog and as my lock. Uh, We mentioned it earlier. It's the game I love. Uh, I'm going to take the Rangers at this short price, minus 120. Uh, Dane Dunning, he had a couple bad starts like you said but he's been undefeated at home this season rangers much better hitting team and like you said just blindly tyler anderson is just not good so uh i'm gonna back the rangers and their bats at home i think they're gonna be happy to come back home after that tough series against the rays so give me the rangers on the money line as my lock and as my dog let's go with the fish um I've got the same two games here, Dylan, but I've got nothing that goes against you, so we can still sweep the board, um, even though we've got to the same games. My luck is going to be that over um, Miami and Seattle. Um, I just think both can go for runs, and um, I absolutely adore that number, over seven and a half. And for my dog, I'm going to take Texas, but I am going to judge it up to the uh, plus 150 on the run line. Um, I was surprised at the prices when I saw them. Hmm. Anderson could be in trouble tomorrow. He could be in for a rough, rough, rough outing. Uh, Texas bats are good. They're great at home. This could be five, six, seven runs in the first three or four innings for Anderson. So, yeah, uh, plus 150 looks like a lovely competitive number for me. Um, and that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, has got us to the end of a bit of a bit of a quickie for a Sunday night. Um, anything else you need to tell us, Dylan, before we crack on? 
Uh, no. Uh, watch out for the WNBA podcast coming out this week. Uh, got a bunch of games going on there. But uh, other than that, NBA is coming to the finals. Uh, one game left, hopefully, if the Denver Nuggets take care of business. Uh, and then we'll finally have Moon Off's full attention for the rest of this. Uh, <laughs> nah, a little yeah, joke, NBA but, uh, other than that, uh, no, it should be a it – w- it was a very busy weekend, so I'm just going to – Get some food. Do you guys have Chipotle over by you? We have it. Is it a sauce? No, Chipotle is like, uh, it's like Mexican food. It's like burritos. You could get a bowl with rice, chicken, steak. Uh, we have, there's a lot of things come with Chipotle sauce, which is that kind of spicy Mexican. They do have, sauce. yeah, they do have like a Chipotle yeah. sauce. That's banging. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's kind of what we have. So, what, are you going out for a bit of uh, Mexican, oh, yeah. are you? Yeah, I got a sweet spot for the Spanish food, so I'm probably going to go get some food. Just watch a movie tonight. I'm probably going to relax, hit the hay. Got some coffee to sell in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I need need to go to bed. I've been sweating um, cider and beer and gin and whatever the hell else I was drinking uh, yesterday. So, yeah, can't wait for a little sleep uh, back, to, back to the grindstone tomorrow. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We do appreciate it, everyone who joined in the comments. If you've never um, joined the YouTube live show, why the hell not? It's all the fun, and you can come and see our lovely faces as well. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, like, rate, review in all the usual spots. We'll be back tomorrow with a fuller show uh, and more picks with what members of the team are TBD. Uh, but look forward to it, and until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers.